BizQuick Podcast hits on the struggles and advantages of being an entrepreneur. It's for anyone who's made the commitment to burn the boats and not look back. Are you a busy entrepreneur or small business owner trying to do it all? Then this podcast is for you. Julie will take you through the details of building a strong business. Hit the subscribe button and gear up for another episode of BizQuick Podcast. Hello and welcome back to Biz Quickie. It is Thursday, October 27th. We are very close to hitting the final two months of the year, all the holidays, all the things, and everybody's starting to think about what do I want to accomplish in 2023? Big things to start thinking about if you haven't already done it. What I really want to talk about today is the challenges and oh, will they come? You are an entrepreneur and regardless of what stage you are at in being an entrepreneur, you are sure to face challenges, the adversity, the difficulty. I want to talk a little bit about the weekend I just had. Hopefully most of you are aware that this past weekend I was in Stratton, Vermont participating in an event called 29029 Everestings, making 17 ascents to the top of Stratton Mountain, gaining 1,750 feet of elevation with each ascent in an attempt to accumulate 29,029 feet of elevation gain over the course of 36 hours. So you climb up, you take the gondola down, and just repeat. And let me tell you something <laughs> there was no amount of training, mental preparation, conversations that could have prepared me for what I encountered this past weekend. None. It simply is not possible. I sit here today. I have a chest cold. (laughs) I have fever blisters on my lip. My calves and Achilles are dying. I'm not even sure my left foot is actually my left foot anymore. I can't really feel it and quads and hips and hamstrings hurt like every time I see a stairs I cry a little inside tears leaking out of my eyes as I think about having to go up or even worse down and I would do it all over again in a fucking heartbeat (laughs) that's the crazy part so To answer the burning question, I did not complete 17 ascents. I started out really strong and I sustained an injury on my third ascent. And it literally took me three and a half hours to finish my third ascent. So I knew on that particular one that I was most likely not going to get 17. So imagine you are very early in the process of something. You have this huge goal. I first tried to get in on one of these events in 2018 and it was not possible. Everything was sold out. And then tried again in 2019, couldn't get in. So 2019, I registered for the 2020 events and then the world went to hell in a handbasket. And so I was supposed to participate in 2021. I had an injury, so I had to defer. Here I am, finally, I've been waiting five years. Here's the thing. I'm so excited. I have been putting, it feels like a job, a second job. It actually feels like a job training for this event. And 
I was really excited. There were times when I was nervous about it, but mostly just filled with excitement and really ready to see what I could do. And then less than three hours in, I knew I was fucked. You have 36 hours to finish it. So three hours in, that's really early in the process. Imagine how demoralizing that is. A lot like we start a business and you think, we're going to kill it. I got this million dollar idea. All I have to do is create it or put this out into the world and everyone's going to want it. Everyone needs this. Everyone's going to buy it. And then it doesn't happen. And it's demoralizing. And you got to figure out what's my new plan. Well, I had to figure out what's my new plan. We made it to the top of the mountain on the third ascent. They worked on me up top, some of the coaches, medics for 45 minutes. And it's cold as hell at the top of the mountain, by the way. It's windy. It's cold. There's just, there's no getting around it. Not the best place in the world to spend an extended period of time when you are sweaty and gross and in pain and whatnot. They send me back down in the gondola, say, hey, go to the recovery room, let them work on you. Went to the recovery room. They worked on me for an hour. And this wonderful woman, Sandy, Sandy said, go back up. Go climb. Let's see what you can do. When you finish that next ascent, come see me. Cool. I'm in. Let me go do it. So I go out and I start climbing. It's probably like 3.30 in the afternoon now. So we are nine and a half hours in and I've only got three ascents done. And in all honesty, I should be at least on five or six by this point, according to my plan. (laughs) But I think Stratton Mountain is where plans go to die. I also think when you start a business, it's where plans go to die. I start this fourth ascent and it's slow. It's very slow. I am counting 50 steps, rest, 50 steps, rest. Can I just keep that promise to myself? 50 steps. I get to the midpoint where there's an aid station And there's a big difference for those of you who ski or snowboard, you'll understand this, the lower standard on the mountain and the upper standard, huge difference in terms of elevation gain and what the actual mountain looks like. The lower standard, a little bit easier, but when you have a pulled groin muscle, it's still not easy. I am just hobbling along, get to the midpoint. There's an aid station. I stop, rest a little bit continue on my way. It's six o'clock now almost and I still have about, I don't know, four tenths of a mile to go before I reach the summit and I start panicking because it's going to get dark and I don't want to be on the mountain alone in the dark. Even though there's other people climbing, I'm like, oh fuck. I also don't want to ask anybody else for help, not because I can't ask for help, but because everyone else has a goal. Everyone else is trying to keep time. Everyone else is trying to hit that in summits. And so I don't know where anyone else is at. I only know where I'm at. And I don't want to be the reason that someone else can't do what they set out to do. So I don't really want to ask anybody for help. I see Colin O'Brady and Mark Herdlock, who are two of the co-founders of 29029. They come by, they're climbing. And I just tell them like, hey, I'm having a little bit of a panic attack. And they're like, what's going on, Julie? And I tell them, pull my groin, moving slow, still climbing, but I don't have a headlamp with me and it's going to get dark and I'm a little bit nervous. I'm going to be out here in the dark. I'm not going to be able to see. And so they're like, we'll get to the top and we'll tell them to keep an eye out for you. And if they don't see you come through to come down and give you a headlamp, that we will not leave you out here. I'm like, okay, cool. Well, that's when I realized I have trust issues because I didn't believe that they were actually going to tell anybody up top. Then a pack, I could only describe it as a pack 
of females come through. There's eight of them. They're laughing and having the best time. And they see me and they're like, hey, Julie, what's going on? And now I've got a blister on my left hand. I've got a pulled groin. My calves are like, fuck. It's just all the things are just stacking up. And I'm in the midst of an anxiety attack. So they stop. They give me a Band-Aid. And one of the coaches, Coach Ashley, is like, I will walk with you. I will stay with you. We're not going to leave you out here in the dark, Julie. I'll stay with you. So she climbs with me, her and another coach. I think it was Coach Dawn. Then I literally have a sobbing in the middle of the mountain where I feel so disappointed. The level of disappointment that I have in myself is just, oh my God, you can feel it. It's just there. It is in the air. I am so disappointed. And all I can think is about how everyone is going to be judging me because I didn't do what I said I was going to do. And they're like, stop it. Just stop, stop, stop. Get out of your head. Stop it. Like nobody's judging you. You're out here. Most people wouldn't even attempt this. Blah, blah, blah. They're so right. Get to the top. And they just really took care of me. Honestly, just loving on me because they could see I was feeling it so deeply. Go back down. Go back into the recovery room. They work on me again for like another hour. And then it's cold. It's windy. It was really wet. And I was worried that the it's not a trail. To call it a trail is just a fucking lie, you guys. It, that is a bull-faced lie. It is basically just people working their way up a mountain that doesn't have a trail. Everything is just messy and gunky and uh, wet. And so I made the decision to go back to the hotel because I was afraid that I would slip and that my injury would be worse. So I went back to the hotel, slept, got up the next morning. Truly the hardest move to make get dressed, go back to the mountain, knowing I couldn't finish, knowing I wasn't going to get a red hat. I went back and I did two more climbs, extremely slow, but I made them. I was of service to others, asking if people needed help, what other people needed, giving them information on the trail. Again, not a trail. And just helping people. Got two climbs in and then I called it a day. And my attitude was much different on Saturday. But here's the thing. It's so relatable to everything that we go through as entrepreneurs when you're starting a business and you have all this confidence. You are just overflowing with confidence. You're so sure everything's going to be perfect and you're going to get the sales right away and you're going to get the revenue. And then thud, you don't. (laughs) You pull a groin (laughs) or you have a bad sales plan or you don't have a sales plan or you don't have a marketing strategy. Something doesn't go as planned and you have to make in-game adjustments and you have to decide. You have to pull yourself up and say, I'm going to keep going even though I know the thing that I most wanted to achieve in this year or this time frame isn't going to happen. I am not going to quit. I am going to keep moving forward. And it would be really easy to quit. It would have been really easy to quit and not go back to that mountain. It would have been really easy many times in the first year or two of SB Pace to quit. It would have been. It would have been easy for Stacy, who is one of the co-founders of Certivium, to quit in the first year when she was working on sweat equity and not being paid. There are things about being entrepreneurs that are so damn 
hard. And you don't know unless you do it. You don't know. We think everyone is watching us and everyone is judging us and everyone has an opinion on what we're doing. And truly on Saturday, when I'm on that mountain and I know I'm injured and I know it's taking me four hours to make an ascent that previously was taking me 75 minutes. I know. I know why it's taking me so long. And I know I'm still fighting, but I have to remind myself that it doesn't matter what anyone else thinks because if they're not in the arena with you, they don't get a fucking opinion. So when you are out here and you are fighting for this business that you love, this thing that you want to do, and you are so afraid that someone else is going to judge you, all I can tell you is, fuck them. Who cares? And I know that's probably easier said than done, but it is the God's honest truth. It does not matter. It doesn't. You have got to do the thing that you want to do the most for you and whatever that is. And you have to keep pushing forward and you have to know that you gave it your all, that you did not quit on yourself and that you were able to make in-game adjustments because honestly, that is what happens every single day as an entrepreneur. In-game adjustments, you change things and you change the trajectory of your business. So listen, I didn't accomplish my goal on the mountain. Am I going back? You fucking bet I am. Right now, the score is Stratton Mountain 1, Julie 0. I am going to even up that damn score. You can bet the house on that. Bet the house on it. This has been Biz Quickie. Thanks for tuning in and we'll see you again on Tuesday.